This is Hans Scheil from the Finishing Well podcast. On Finishing Well, we help you make godly choices about Medicare, long-term care, and your money. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. To the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now with today's guest host, Dwayne Carson. Well, good morning. This is Dwayne Carson. I'm with Date the Word, and today I'm filling in for Robbie. Robbie is in New York. He is going to be conducting his stepfather's funeral, and I know he would greatly appreciate your prayers um, as we think about this day. Someone just asked me a moment ago how I was doing. I said, I'm doing great. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. When we think about August the 12th, 8 12, uh, date the word, we give you a Bible verse for the date. That verse is John 8 12. Jesus said, uh, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Without light, you don't have life. And Jesus brings us life. And so uh, John 8, 12 for this great day, August the 12th. Hey, I've got with me Scott Barton today of Jesus Labor of Love. Good morning. Welcome, Scott. And I also have today Rick Kleinard. He's the head of school for Salem Baptist Christian School. Uh, good morning, Rick. Good morning, Dwayne. Thanks for having me. Boy, we're glad to have you. We're going to be talking about uh, Christian education today. And um, I, I want to also, we're going to spend some time talking with Scott about this great ministry he has, especially helping widows, but other things come up that give you the opportunity to minister to people in unique ways. Scott, what's been happening with Jesus' labor of love? Wow. Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you for having me on this show this morning. What an honor it is to represent the Truth Network and the Jesus Labor of Love Ministry. And you're absolutely right, Dr. Carson. It has been an unbelievably busy time, fruitful time. We've had uh, several people we've been able to help in the last month and a half. Uh, we've had some donations. We've recently been able to donate a truck to a veteran, and, and we're all excited about that and just all the things that we're able to do for you. Awesome. Rick, head of school, it's August. Yep. 
And I think something's getting ready to happen. Yeah, and everybody's excited about it. We uh, Our school year starts on Wednesday, uh, this upcoming Wednesday on the 16th. We have our open house on the 14th to talk about what all that God has been doing at Salem and what we want, we're hoping that he does, and we're praying that he continues to do this school year. Yeah. Tell us, uh, Salem Baptist Christian School, where's it located? Right. Salem Baptist Christian School is, I would say, it's um, downtown's best kept secret. It's on 429 South Broad Street. And we've been there since uh, 1950. We're a Christian school that started uh, to help parents who were trained to be ministers, missionaries, pastors, teachers over at then Piedmont Bible College, now Carolina University. And this school started that way, uh, and it's been doing that ever since. We have been ministering to the needs of people in that area for since 1950. And uh, it's just been a great uh, great history we have, but we have a, a history we're nodding to. We're thankful for that. But we, we believe that Salem's best years are ahead of us, and we are on uh, that trajectory. We're excited about what God is doing through our student body and in our teachers and in our parents at Salem. Now, full disclosure, uh, five years ago, right. I came to Salem Baptist Christian School as the head of school right. and uh, learned about this great ministry that is the second oldest private school in North Carolina. That's correct. So it has wow. been providing great ministry for a number of years. Yeah. Um, as we uh, go into this program, I just want to let you know, you can call in with your questions. You may have a question for Scott. You may have comments for Scott with Jesus' labor of love. You may have a question about Christian education, and you might want to know when your what your birthday verse is, because with Date the Word, we have a verse for every date, and your birthday I can give you a verse, maybe two verses, so feel free to call in. Um, the number is 866 866-348-348-7884. 866-348-7884. 866-348-7884. I'm doing great. Good How morning. are you today? Great. How? What, what question do you have for us today? Look, I actually want to share um, how much that God has helped me um, with the Labor of Love Ministry. Um, I'm a single mom, and one thing, it's really hard in my area to find quality car care. And so this summer, I lost my summer job um, mm. due to budget cuts. And so, of course, my car started acting up, and that's the one thing I do need to make sure I have reliable transportation mm. for my daughter and I. Mm. And I called, and he was so helpful with um, telling me what to ask, the questions to ask when I went to the car place, um, and even gave me some great recommendations. And it was just a blessing that he was able to bless me to help me to pay um, to get my brakes fixed. Um, and so I think it's a great ministry, and I would love for more people to really pour into that because as single moms, it's hard to ask for help and find resources where you don't feel embarrassed to ask. So I'm, I'm really grateful for that. Well, Bianca, thank you for your call and your affirmation of what Scott is doing. Um, I'm going to ask Scott, tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you. Okay, thank thank you for your kind words, Bianca, and I'm so glad that we were able to help you. Um, 
If you do have some car needs, um, the best way to find us is just uh, go under Christian Car Guy, Christian Car Guy, and scroll down to Jesus Labor of Love and just fill out the application there online, and then I will contact you, and, and we usually pray. Well, we always pray and um, find out what your needs are and what you're going through. Yeah. Well, Scott, this again, the affirmation of what you're doing, making a difference. Bianca, thank you for your phone call. Have a great day. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you, Scott. Thanks for your call. Well, Rick, with school starting, mm-hmm. I have to believe you're looking forward to some great things taking place. Uh, and one of those things would be based on a theme. What's yeah. your theme for the school year? Yeah, a couple uh, years ago, we adopted a theme of one school, one family, one Salem. And that's kind of become just our catchphrase at the, at, the, at the school. It's something that when we bring parents in, we let them know that's what we're about. Our theme this year is from Philippians. Excellence is better than or greater than perfection. Um, it, it operates out of um, some things that happened in my life about six years ago where God really retaught me the gospel. Even though I'd been a Christian since I was 21 years old, he just retaught me what the gospel really was. I was thinking it was about there were some things that had crept in about performance and making sure that everything was taken care of. And, uh, and I'm quietly a perfectionist. I want to do those things well. But he retaught me that based on a book I'd read by authors uh, Tim Chester and Steve Timmis. And it were four statements that were that stuck out to it. And the whole concept of it was God is great, so I don't have to be in control. I don't mm. have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do that. But God calls us to excellence. Yeah, and right. so that's the thing we're adopting here at our Christian school this year right. is that we want our, our families, our, our faculty, mm. our students to pursue excellence without that overachieving, perfection-driven, success-driven mindset. We want it to magnify Jesus Christ over all things. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, Proverbs twenty two twenty nine. do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings, not before unknown men. When we make excellence that, that, that pursuit, then we are giving to God our very best. Um, we have another call. Wendy has just called in. Let's say hello to Wendy. Good morning, Wendy. Good morning, Wendy. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Great. Great How rest. are you doing today? So I'm doing okay. I'm grateful for the beautiful weather this morning. And do you have a question for us? You just wanted to say hi. Not a question. Okay. Just wanted to say thank you. Yeah, well, thank you. You guys you for... have helped me get some work done on my car. And okay. Um, I'm a single mom. Just wanted to say how much I appreciate that oh, and awesome. encourage your listeners to keep Dr. doing Carson, the good work. I hate to interrupt. Wendy, we're getting ready to go to a break. Wendy, Hang on. We're going to a break. We'll be right yeah. back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
out to the Christian Car Guy. We are so glad you're listening today. It is August the 12th, and uh, this is Dwayne Carson. I've got the ministry called Date the Word, and we give a verse for every date. And we gave John 8, 12. I love that verse, but there's also Proverbs 8, 12. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge and discretion. Proverbs 8, 12, an excellent verse for August the 12th. I've got with me today Scott Barton. He's with Jesus Labor of Love. And we've got Rick Kleinert. He's the head of school of Salem Baptist Christian School. And school's getting ready to start. So we're going to be talking a little bit more about Christian education. But first, we want to go back to Wendy and just say hello again to Wendy. Wendy, thank you again for your call. You were saying about the Christian car guy. You yeah, saying, I was just saying how much I appreciate you guys. Um, you've helped me do some work on my car. I'm a single mom in Cary, and um, just just love your show, love what you're doing, and want to encourage your listeners to keep supporting. It, it means so much. It really does make a difference. Well, Wendy, we really appreciate that. Scott, anything you want to say to Wendy? Yes, Wendy, thank you so much for your call. Thank you for your kind words, and, and thank you, for everything that you do with your community and, and all the people that you lift up every day. And we really do appreciate you calling in. Thanks, Wendy. We hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks. Hey, Scott, we were talking during the break. I just want to ask this question to you. Um, about how many people do you are able to help throughout the week or the month? Um, well, it, it varies month to month, but I'd say the average would be around four. I probably contact... 12 to 15 a week. Wow. Um, but unfortunately, um, it, it's not always so simple. A lot of times people's needs are are more than we can provide. Like a lot of times they don't have a car at all or their car is beyond repair. Hmm. So if it's something like a transmission or, or something like that, we wouldn't be able to – we we have limited resources. So um, – in that case, um, and what's frustrating, a lot of times I, I won't be able to get in touch with somebody or they don't recognize the number or something. So for each 10 that I call, probably only only three. And, and of course, that's that's the fruit of our, our labor. Yeah. Um, good question. Thanks so much. Yeah, that's a testimony of your faithfulness, buddy. Appreciate it. And, and, again, someone wants to get a hold of you, go to the Christian car guy website that's correct scroll down scroll down to the jesus labor of love and then there's a little application that you fill out and um i just want to say that a lot of people here lately have not been filling it out completely as far as their church affiliation or or some of the other things and and if you're currently in between and you're not a member at a place I, i i currently understand but try to put something there what church you used to go to or or maybe you know why you're not in church, but but I've I've noticed that lately. But but it's not going to stop you. It's not like like um, I, I call and vet everything. But um, the more complete, the more information we have, the better. Yeah. Hey Rick, uh, Salem Baptist Christian School. Uh, you're the head of school now. Mm-hmm. That's a new position for you. Yeah. But tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, telling us about. You know, how did you come to know the Lord first and yeah. foremost? Yeah, um, it's going to be. I'm going to try to make what is a long story pretty quickly, so we can get back to some stuff here. Um, I'm one of those guys. Grew up in a Christian home, and uh, I went to a Christian school. I was that guy who mom and dad sent to a Christian school 
because he was a problem. You know how oh, you have people yes. say, I got around the wrong people, I was the wrong people. And um, went to Christian school, learned enough about Jesus to stay away from him because mm. my Bible teachers taught Scripture like we want to teach at Salem, where we teach, here's who Jesus is, here's what Jesus says. And and the and what we heard, the gospel I heard was, you, you have to forsake all and follow him. And I didn't want to forsake all. I was enjoying what I was doing. Right. Uh, my testimony is not, I had a horrible life and Jesus fixed it. It was, I had a, I was enjoying what I was doing and Jesus wrecked it and built something beautiful in its place. Mm. Uh, I was at a Christian college uh, at that time. It was Piedmont um, Baptist College. I was mm. getting a degree in English because I want to be a writer. Okay. I thought, right. hey, I'll work for a newspaper because, you know, they seem to be going to be, there's a future there. Yeah. And so I wanted to work and, and do writing. Um, got into the English education department and it was in English education that I had to take a class. And in that class, I heard the gospel again, even though I'd heard it for so many times. And it was at that moment God opened my heart, opened up and received the gospel. Um, at that moment, I was like, I, I still want to do education, but I want to do something else. I want to serve the Lord. Um, so I got another degree in Bible. And uh, during that time, I met my wife. And my wife and I had been planning on going to do like missions. We thought, hey, we'll, we'll go to an, a country where there's the, you can't let missionaries in. We'll teach English. We'll do all that cool romantic missionary stuff that we were taught in chapel. That sounds cool. And then... Um, we took a gig, I call it that way, one year at a Christian school right across the street named Salem Baptist. Never even thought wow. about it. Took I was, We were going to do that gig for one year. One weekend, the, that night, uh, we were doing f our couple's devotions, and I knew, I mean, I was really loving teaching, and I just was going to have to break it to her. I'm like, honey, do you think we could do this? Mm. Um, and and I talked, I mentioned it to her. I said, mm. I'm really loving teaching. Is this something you think God could have us do for forever? She goes, I've been thinking the same thing. Wow. And so we just, and we've been there for so long now. We've been there for about um, off and on 22 years. I stepped away for about two years to teach at the at the college, uh, came back as Dwayne's campus pastor. Um, and we've been doing that ever since. God has just kept us at Salem because there's just something about that place. Mm. Yeah. yeah, That's awesome. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Hey, if you got a question about Christian education, Rick would love to answer it. We're going to talk more in just a few moments about uh, what makes Christian education different and what's what's the, the value of your child, your student coming. Um, uh, we're going to talk more to Scott here about... Um, about the uh, his late Jesus labor of love, helping those with car needs. I want to let you know as we get ready to go into a break. Uh, Robbie and his wife Tammy and my wife Danita, we're going to Israel in January, January the fifteenth uh, through the twenty fourth. And Robbie and I would love for you to go with us. And if you go to the Christian Car Guy, you can see uh, the advertisement there, the information there. Uh, it's a it's it's a great price for four thousand uh, dollars. You can go with us out of Raleigh to Israel and see the Promised Land. We want you to go to Israel with us. Check that out. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. This is the Truth Network.
Well, welcome back to the Christian Car Guy Show. I'm Dwayne Carson, filling in for Robbie today. Please be praying for him as he's doing his stepfather's funeral this afternoon up in New York. Uh, I'm with Date the Word, and we've already given you for August the 12th, John 8, 12. We've given you Proverbs 8, 12. There's another great verse. Hebrews 8, 12 says, For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds, I will remember no more. As I read this verse this morning, I could not help but think, why do I remember the things that God has forgotten? Hmm. What a Savior we have, a merciful Savior. With us today is Scott Barton with Jesus Labor of Love and Rick Kleiner, the head of school at Salem Baptist Christian School, and school is getting ready to start. I saw a couple teenagers in my neighborhood the other day, and I said, when does school start? And one of the girls said, too soon. <laughs> well, it's here. And, yeah. and Rick, we want to ask a question today. When we think about Christian education, you've been involved with it. I was a campus pastor at Liberty University for 27 years. I love Christian education. Um what makes Christian education different? Yeah, and I'm going to lead with that. There's Sometimes there's a question to be asked in there. What do we mean by Christian education? Yes. Uh, because a lot of times we'll get parents to come to our school and think that we're really a Sunday school that teaches history. Uh, we're, we're more than that. What our goal is, and what I believe Christian education's like goal is, is to say um, we're going to teach holistically. We're teaching. We're operating on a of a biblical worldview. Biblical um, worldview, which is that our focus is Scripture. Our focus is on how God has revealed Himself. It, it, it operates out of my, my view of Scripture is clearly that it's God's diary. It's God's journal. He's revealing Himself about. He's revealing about himself to us, and the only way we know him rightly is through his word. And so we incorporate that in every class. We do have Bible classes, and we do have chapels every week. But really, you're getting theology. You're getting all this great stuff in every class because they're taught from a biblical worldview, from a biblical perspective. Now, that doesn't mean that every student who walks in our doors is a Christian. Okay. Um, but we we tell parents, listen, it's okay if you don't know Christ. We want you to be um, welcome here. But the gospel can confront, and it may not be comfortable. So we're going to share clearly what what Jesus has done for the world, how he has forgotten our sins, as you just read from Hebrews eight, and and we're going to magnify Jesus there. We're, we're about we're about Jesus here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like to look at Christian education from the Luke two fifty two perspective. Right. Yep. Uh, Jesus didn't just grow in favor with his father. Right. He grew in favor with people. Mm-hmm. You got to have social skills. Yep. But he also grew physically, and 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 he grew intellectually. Mm-hmm. And so, when you come to a Christian school, you're going to be challenged academically to excel. Yep. That's your word to excel academically, but yep. also to excel physically. Yeah. Uh, you got an athletic program. Right. And 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 I'm going to piggyback on what you said. And and my view is from Matthew 22, where he's where Jesus is asked what the greatest commandment is: love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind. Yes and love your neighbors yourself. So there you have it. You have the intellectual part, you have the social part, but then you have that spiritual component where we, we my goal is for these students, for their dearest place on earth to be their home, but that may not be the case. Right. I would like it, the number two to be the church, but that may not be the case. I want number three. I want yeah. the, I want our Christian school, their, our family to be the dearest place on earth to them. I love that. And if, now, quick question here. If uh, a parent right now is thinking, I'd like to get my child enrolled, but I hear school starting, 
Right. Is it too late? No, it's not too late. Uh, we have people even enrolling um, after open house, which is on Monday, that, that sweet spot. We have people, you can, you can enroll during the school year. As the school year progresses, okay. we might have, you might be at a school and think, hey, I, I'd like to try Salem or like to try this Christian school out. You can reach us at SalemVikings.org is our website. Salem Vikings is our mascot, SalemVikings.org. Um, and you can contact us there. Okay. I have a question for you, Rick. All right. Um, as far as tuition and yeah. cost and all that, are you flexible? Do you have some financial aid yeah. available? Or We do have a little bit of financial aid available, but we're also telling students, you know, if you're, especially if you're coming in from from public school system, um, mm-hmm. we have that North Carolina Opportunity Scholarship. Which right. you want to go, You want to go ahead and sign up for that. That is an amazing opportunity for you to get a part of a Christian school education. Um, as a matter of fact, my my youngest son is on that program, and, and he is able to, to be a part of our school. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just for any Christian school, that Opportunity Scholarship is great. So do you— do you have a lot of openings right now? We still do, absolutely. And now, real quickly, what uh, what age levels do you have? Right. Uh, our student body goes from K-4 all the way to grade 12. We're a college prep school. Uh, we get you there. And now you might think that goes, that sounds like a lot of people. Uh, we have right now, I think the last time I looked from our admissions director, we're at about 479, 480 okay. for the year. Mm-hmm. So we, we it's, it's still that small school atmosphere, but with a lot of great students on campus. When you say small school atmosphere, what... What is like your teacher to student ratio? Right, right? depends on the class. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like to keep it very, very low, depending, especially in the ac- in the um, elementary level, uh-huh. because we like that personal interaction. Sure. Um, one of the things I love about Salem is because my stu- my kids go there, um, and they have aunts and uncles uh, that are <laughs> yeah. that are teachers. As a matter of fact, and, and I love that. And wow. so we have that interaction. So for the most part, I mean, there were times when I used to teach Bible. The highest number of class I had, I think, I had all ninth grade cl- guys. I had thirty because I said I'll t- oh, I could take it. Bad. They would look. They looked at me and said, "Don't do it." I was like, "I got it. We're good. We had fun." Um, but for the most part, we're looking at about twenty-four kids yeah. in, in mm-hmm. max in a class, so that you can have that interaction. Okay. Hey, we've got Selena on the phone. Good morning, good Selena. Morning, Selena. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you today? Doing pretty well, thank you. Uh, do you have a question or a comment for us? I have a comment. I just wanted to thank, yeah, I just wanted to thank the Christian Car Guys for the opportunity to have um, my car repaired. Awesome. Wonderful. Yeah, because um, I needed the help getting a repair done. And it was really interesting because I've I've heard Christian Car Guy on the radio before. I hear people call in and ask for interesting questions. And I understood that they, um, you know, take uh, donations to help with things and help people get cars and stuff. I was like, oh, that's that's cool. But then one day I was driving to church a few months ago, and I heard a lady um, mentioning how she received help to get her car repaired. And right then I was having trouble driving my car to church. And I thought, Lord, this is going to come at a better time. Right. And so I, you know, did the application, and it was really cool. I'm, I'm just so thankful. I just wanted to let you guys know how thankful I am and um, how much support in every area of life means because um, I have a, a, a autoimmune diagnosis, mm. and um, so sometimes my functionality is not the best, and it's, of course, caused, you know, but I say disruptions, but, you know, the Lord knows. But it's it just caused um, other things in life not to go as easily, including, you know, money in, money out. Mm-hmm. So it was really helpful to me. And uh, I even told a friend about it, so you need to go to their website. Um, but also, you know, trying to support the ministry and things like that. So 
um, you know, just doing good work and just really wanted to just let the viewers know how much it meant. Thank or you so much for calling in. Um, You're welcome. And thank you for spreading the word. And thank you for everything that you do every day, Selena. Hmm. Thank you, Selena. Thank you. You're welcome. Scott, not only are you helping people when they call in through the website, they can find out um, they've got a need for their car. But you also take donations. How do people make donations to your ministry? Okay, good question. They can uh, go online there and make a check out to Christian Car Guy and then just put in parentheses, Jesus Labor of Love Ministry. So they can give financially. What if they have a vehicle they want to give? Okay, Uh, thank you for uh, pointing that out. We, We definitely do need donations, and a lot of times there'll be a car that just sits and um, it won't start or the tires are dry rotted. We have total hundred percent volunteer people that will help come get it. And we have mechanics that will volunteer their time and make sure that it passes inspection. And in, in some cases, and then this happens five or six times a year, the car cannot be salvaged enough. We can't put enough money in it. And we'll go ahead and we have a guy that will take it and uh, I guess they smash it, take it to wrecker. Right. And we take that uh, two or $300 and we put that back into the ministry. So we'll take it out of your hands if it's, you know, in the backyard with weeds growing up sometimes. Um, it's actually worth some value. And um, he'll come get it for free. And um, so very good question. Very good question. We do... And what Always a ministry! Need donations. Yeah, so, yeah. so you can you can call you can have your car that's dilapidated. Yep. Donated. Absolutely. Hey, Scott, thank you for your ministry again. If you've got a question, comment eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. We'll be right back with you in a couple of minutes. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Christian Car Guy. I'm Dwayne Carson, and we're here today with Scott Barton, Jesus Labor of Love, Rick Kleiner, head of school, Salem Baptist Christian School. School's getting ready to start, and we're going to talk with him in just a moment about how to be a prayer warrior for students, for teachers. But first, we've got Miss J on the phone, and Miss J, good morning. Yes, ma'am. I hear you have a comment for us. I do. First of all, I just want to say, you know, to my prayer, the love and respect to Robbie and his family, and pray that God gives them comfort. Um, Thank you. Thank you, Jacqueline. And then Scott. Hey, Jack. uh, Hey, how are you? Um, I I first learned about Christian Clark. I do my church um, at Westover. 
And um, remember, I was telling her, I don't know how to get back and forth for work, and she shared with me about the, the um, Bob Robbins platform. So I was like, oh, my God. So I, I signed up for it, and then that's how I came to know Scott and Bobby and him. So, um, and then I've been listening, like, uh, I guess it's more than three, four years now. It's been yeah. that long. <laughs> and um, also, the date to work, um, I wanted to know how that got started. How, how did God inspire you to do that? Oh, years ago, uh, I was asked uh, how uh, I memorized scripture, and I had been challenged in a kind of weird way. Someone said, when you see a number, uh, can you think of a Bible verse? And uh, it happened at that very moment. It was 633 on the clock. Wow. And I looked and said, um, you mean like 633, Matthew 633? And they said, yeah. So being asked uh, this question, how I memorize scripture, I told that. And then one of the guys in this Bible study said, well, uh, do you mean like if I told you my birth date, you could give me a Bible verse? I said, well, probably. Let's see what happens. And his birthday was uh, October the 13th, 1013. And I go, boy, that's easy. Uh, two of them comes to mind right off the bat. First uh, Corinthians 1013, no temptation is taking you, but such as common to man, but God who is faithful will make a way for you to escape. And then Romans 1013, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So that's, wow. that, that's how it kind of got started. And then I give a lot of credit to uh, Stu Epperson for the, mm. the title, Date the Word, yeah. because really when it comes to Date the Word, we don't want you to just know a verse that goes with a date, but we want you to date, get to know, delight in it, uh, pay attention to it, put it into action. Uh, Ms. J, when's, when's your birthday? Why 2016. One, <laughs> do you say January the 26th? No, January 20th, 19th. Oh, January 20th. Go, go with Philippians 120, where Paul says, I want to magnify the Lord with my life. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Miss Jack, thank you for... I have one other question. It's for um, the security. Um, um, I wanted to know, did they have any volunteer um, for seniors? Oh, what you know, a great question. Yeah. Well, we have volunteers, different, d- different opportunities. We have, um, we make, we have our students all volunteer. Part of us doing all things with excellence and making what we call holistic disciples is all upper school students, and that's from grades six to 12, excuse me, have to fulfill 10 hours of service in yes. the community. If you're part of the National Honor Society, you have to do um, 20 of those. So they have those opportunities come out there. If you have something that our kids could volunteer on, please let us know. If you'd like to volunteer at our school, you just go ahead to our website. You have to fill out an application for that so we can run a background check and all that. And we'd love to have you. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. You have a wonderful day. Thanks for calling in. God bless you. Well, we're here today, and we are talking with Scott Barton. We're talking with Rick Kleiner. And, and Rick, as we are thinking now, school is starting. Mm-hmm. Um, is there something our listeners can be doing? We heard about the possibility of volunteering, but is there something not only for you, not only for Salem Baptist Christian School, but for all schools? We don't just yeah. think private school, public school, to get all praying for doing ministry for them. What are some things our listeners can be doing in regards to praying for you guys? Yeah, I'm glad you said it the way you said it, Dwayne, because we're not in competition with any Christian school in the area. Um, Mm -hmm. We we are wanting to work together with Christian schools to promote and magnify Jesus in in, in everything. So I would ask that you would pray this for for all schools, not just Salem Baptist Christian School. Number one, pray that the Lord works in all these student bodies. 
Um, because as I mentioned earlier, I was a Christian school kid didn't, and I knew enough about Jesus to stay away. Um, but we pray that the gospel will be so clear in all the Christian schools in our area that that we see a revival yes. in our in our students yes. uh, in that area. Um, second, we pray for the faculty of all these Christian schools, not just Salem, but other Christian schools in the area. Because as as you have many calls come in, um, these parents go through a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And as you heard, Scott, a lot of calls were man, I've got this happening, this happened, this yeah. happened, oh, and yeah. of course my car stopped working. Sure. So they're work, they're working through some mm-hmm. things too. My prayer is that what parents can get at Salem, they can get mm-hmm. at every Christian school where we're working with you. We're partnering with you to help you and, and, and lead your family. Uh, and then I think one more specific thing I would say for us, SBCS, uh, pray for our, our current renovation projects. Uh, we're looking up doing some upcoming building and renovation things to really uh, both beautify our campus and make some things more accessible to us. Uh, we are, that, as I said, that that best kept secret in in West Salem, North Carolina. Yeah. Um, but we we have a little bit of issues with with needs we have for mm. like uh, academic or athletic fields and things like that, and then building projects. Being prepared for that as we begin fundraising for that. Yeah, uh, it's been in existence since 1950. So some of those buildings right. have been around for quite some time, right. and that's just part of it. Yeah, and we have, um, a, we have a great facilities department that takes care of them, um, but we'd like to expand because we believe, like I said, that Salem's best years are ahead of us, and um, part of that has to be mm. with we need to up, mm. update the buildings. Mm. Uh, to, to you out there that are listening, when it comes to praying, um, I, I like to challenge people to pray Colossians 1, 9 through 11. And, and the quick of the Colossians 1, 9 through 11 is you're praying that they'll know the will of God. And we want students to know the will of God. Uh, they're informative years of finding out what God wants them to do. It's not what do they want to do with their lives. It's what does God want to do with their lives. And that their walk would be pleasing to the Lord. Uh, that their work would be productive. And and parents, that was a, that's a big one to be praying because we want them to accept. In, in their schoolwork. And then one of the things I love about Colossians 1, 9 through 11 is Paul says, I'm praying that you would increase in your knowledge of God. And, and one of the beautiful things about being part of a Christian education is that fourth component where a student is developing a relationship with God, getting to know him, make him known, and then to be to be able to withstand trials and temptations. So I pitched to you today Colossians 1, 9 through 11. Now, as we wrap up our show today, Scott, again, tell them how they can get in contact with you at Jesus Labor of Love. Okay. On your smartphone, on your tablet, on your desktop, whatever you have, your watch, just go to christiancarguy.com and scroll down to Jesus Labor of Love. There we go. And Rick, if someone's interested in coming to a Christian school, Salem Baptist Christian School is one of several here, but how will they get in contact with you? They can visit our website at salemvikings.org. They could also reach us at 336-725-6113. Boy, it has been a joy to have you guys with us today. We've learned a lot about this great ministry, Jesus, labor of love, the difference you're making. Rick, we're wishing you the very best as you go into the school year. Thank you. And for you that are listening today, thanks for your time. We're praying that you'll have a great day. Tomorrow is the Lord's Day. And and I got a great friend who says, Sunday morning church is a Saturday night decision. Make the decision to be in church tomorrow and here the Word of God and be attentive to the Word of God and let your life be changed. This is the Christian Car Guy. Today, Dwayne Carson filling in for Robbie Dillmore. We hope you have a wonderful weekend. The Lord bless you and the Lord keep you.
This is the Truth Network.